In this episode of the Microgreens Podcast, I'm going to talk about when microgreens need fertilizer and when they don't. Welcome to the Microgreens Podcast. I'm your host, Todd Marsh, and I'm on a mission to help you, teach you, and motivate you to grow flavorful and nutritious microgreens in your home. Each Microgreens Podcast is meant to supplement content published on homemicrogreens.com, but in reality, the show is more about sharing with you the joys of growing your own food. Not only is it more nutritious, but seeing those plants grows will lift your spirits, bring a smile to your face, and give you a positive outlook on life. Let's get started. Welcome to episode number 41 of the Microgreens podcast. In this episode, I'm going to talk about an organic fertilizer that will work wonders on some microgreens, and when you need to use fertilizer on microgreens, and what soils are best to use fertilizer with microgreens. This fertilizer test is very similar to some of the other ones I've done. The results were just published yesterday on the on the homemicrogreens.com website. And the fertilizer is called Hero Organic Plant Food. In this test, I used four trays. Two trays were filled with home microgreens potty mix, and two trays were filled with pure cocoa core. And what I mean by pure cocoa core is a cocoa core block dissolved in water and dried so it's not super wet. If you listen to other episodes of this podcast, you know I don't really like to use saturated soils. Some people suggest that you just completely saturate the soil. I don't believe in that. I believe it can only cause problems. I only like to wet the surface when I seed the trays. And then from then on, once the seeds germinate, I just bottom water. And that's what I did in this trial. I took the four trays. Again, two trays had home microgreens potty mix in because so far... I found that to be the best potting mix that there is, or at least that I've tested. And then pure cocoa core. And why I use pure cocoa core is the fact that a lot of websites, some big websites, recommend using pure coconut core, nothing else, just coconut core. And some of the seed companies sell what they call minute soil, which is just like jiffy pellets. It's just cocoa core, a small cocoa core block. And you just uh, sort of basically, I don't want to say dissolve it in water, but you add water. The the uh, block breaks up and turns into a potty mix. And I'm sure you're thinking in the back of your head, well, obviously a fertilizer is going to work better than no fertilizer. Well, that may be or may not be true. I will always run trials with just a plain soil, whether it's my whole microgreens mix or whether it's coconut core or any other soil, because I want to see the difference and how the fertilizer actually acts with the soil. Plus, a lot of people grow without fertilizers, so I want to show them that if they do add fertilizer, this, these are the results they'll get. Or if they grow with a different type of potty mix, these are the results they get. And I think the results of this test will surprise you that with some microgreens, fertilizers really do no good at all. It's just You might as well just use the potty mix or the coconut core or whatever you have because... By the time the fertilizer starts kicking in, the microgreens are ready to harvest. And I'm going to show you that in this blog post. I actually ran this test twice, once with purple Vienna Karabi, which I consider a fast-growing microgreen. To me, a fast-growing microgreen is something that when you plant it, you can harvest it within 10 to 14 days. Then I grew basil, same setup, same soils, same fertilizer. I grew basil because that is a long-growing microgreen. So it takes at least 30 days, and in this case, I went up to 48 days from planning to show you how this fertilizer and no fertilizer affects the basil microgreens. All right, let's talk about the fertilizer. The fertilizer is from Nature's Lawn and Garden. It's called Hero Organic Plant Food. 
the a person did send me a bottle of this. He doesn't know that I'm doing this test. He doesn't know I wrote the article, and he doesn't know I've done the podcast yet. Um, I have no affiliations with this person, and it's definitely not sponsored. He mentioned in the email that he got good results and wanted to know if I wanted to try some. I said, sure. He sent me a bottle, and then I went on from there and did the test. Obviously, you can't see pictures of the results here on the podcast, but if you want to go to homemakergreens.com forward slash 41, that will be the show notes, and I'll have a link to the article right in those show notes. I will say that the fertilizer mixed well. It's sort of a thick liquid, and you use between one and two teaspoons of concentrate to a gallon of water. I put 25 milliliters into a half gallon, which actually works out between uh, 1.5 and 2 tablespoons, I'm sorry, teaspoons per gallon of water. So right in the recommended um, concentrations suggested by the fertilizer bottle. I germinated, I, germinated, I germinated the microgreens exactly as I normally do. So I spread 3 grams of kurabi seed on top of the soils. I pre-wet the surface, not the whole uh, soil profile, but just the surface, wet the seeds, put them into a weighted blackout, and in three days, I took them out of the weighted blackout, put them underneath the lights, and watered them for the first time. So one whole microgreen spotty mix tray and one coconut core tray got pure tap water. That's all they were given throughout the whole test. The other trays were were given uh, the Hero organic plant food mixture. And the microgreens were watered just like I normally do. When they dry out, I watered them. After 10 days, the purple purple Vienna Karabi in the home microgreens potty mix were ready to harvest. Both trays looked about the same. In other words, a tray uh, watered with tap water and a tray watered with the Hero looked about the same. The microgreens with the fertilizer were a little bit more erect while the um, microgreens and the home microgreens mix were a little bit more spread out, but they're about the same height. They looked about the same mass and the leaf size was about the same. So really the fertilizer did not help at all with this fast growing microgreen. And that same result happened with the coconut core. The microgreens are a little bit shorter than the ones in the home microgreens potty mix, but they look great. They're just about two days behind the ones in the home microgreen potty mix. So this got me to thinking. So we have Two trays of whole microgreens potty mix that actually has a little bit of fertilizer mixed in with it. It has some natural amendments, so it really does have a, a weak fertilizer in it. And we had a tray of the same soil, but we added fertilizer, and there was no difference. So why is that? And then we take coconut core, which has no fertilizer whatsoever in it. It's pretty much an ert, and we added fertilizer to one tray and no fertilizer to the other tray and they both look exactly the same. So obviously these microgreens grow just fine without fertilizer for at least 10 days. So why is there a difference between the home microgreens potty mix and the coconut core? The fertilizers obviously didn't do any good to either either one. The the fertilizer that is already in the home microgreens potty mix or the fertilizer added made no difference at all. And I think it comes down to oxygen levels in the soil. I think the coconut core packs in there so tight that the roots don't get the same oxygen as they do with the home microgreens potty mix that's a little bit looser and has some perlite that helps actually loosen the soil up. 
So I did a little bit of research, and one, I have added perlite to soils before, and it's not very much fun. Perlite is basically a silica. Um, you shouldn't breathe it in. You should have a dust mask on if you're pouring any quantity into any container. And time you get done buying the coconut core, uh, adding water to it, buying the perlite, adding the perlite to the coconut core, you've really spent just as much money as you would buying a regular potting mix that already has perlite in it. So there's really no price advantage to doing that. It also makes a mess when you make your mixture. So there's really no advantage to buying coconut core in a block and then adding your own perlite to it, even if it grows better microgreens. You're just better off getting a good potting mix to start with. You can do your own analysis with the prices if you want to. You probably add, I would say, between 8 and 12% perlite, nah, maybe not that much, maybe 8 to 10% perlite to any mix to add enough aeration to help oxygen get down to the roots. And again, if you try that, make sure you wear a dust mask because breathing in perlite is not a good idea, perlite dust. So with short-growing microgreens, it doesn't appear that fertilizer actually does any good in a soil mixture. Now, this may be different with using uh, terra fibers or coconut mat or some other sort of matting. Um, and I'll do those tests a little bit later. But obviously, with any type of soil media, whether it's coconut core, home microgreens potty mix, or probably any other mix, adding fertilizer or adding a liquid fertilizer to the water isn't going to do you any good. You would just be throwing money away. I will tell you right now that it does make a difference with long-term microgreens like basils. So I ran the exact same test with basil. I used one gram of seed on two trays with home microgreens potty mix and one gram of seed on two trays of coconut core, put them into a blackout, and I believe in nine days they came out of the blackout. I did a whole video on it, so the blog post does have a video on it to show you the results. There are also screenshots taken of the videos in the blog post, but the video is much better than looking at the pictures in, in the uh, post itself. I did find another interesting fact. So the basil that were germinated on the coconut core were much further ahead than the basil that were germinated on the home microgreens pie mix. I really don't know the reason why, whether it holds the moisture a little bit better, although you're going to see in the video as I lift off the uh, tray separators that there's condensation dripping off the tray separators, so there's obviously lots of moisture on, on both sets of trays. But the basil grown in, at least initially, in the coconut core uh, were further ahead than the um, microgreens or the basil microgreens germinating on the home microgreens potty mix. And they were both kept at the same temperature right next to each other. So I really, I just found that pretty interesting. I don't really have a, a reason why, but that was only, that was very short-lived. To keep the blog posts and videos shorter, I skipped right from day nine when I took them out of the blackout. I added the fertilizer. I did the exact same thing. However, during this test, I couldn't water them all at the same time because of different growth rates and because the coconut core and the whole microgreens potty mix dried out at different rates. Again, this might go back to um, why we have problems growing microgreens in coconut core to begin with, is the fact that it holds so much moisture and it's so tight that it holds that moisture in, doesn't let any oxygen down into the roots so that the plants don't grow as well. So when I water them, I do how I normally do. I lift them up when they felt light. I gave them another half cup of water. So after day 30, here are the results. The home microgreens potting mix 
that didn't have any fertilizer and the home microgreens potting mix that did get fertilizer were about the same height. However, the microgreens that were given the fertilizer, the hero, the organic hero plant food, the leaves were much larger and a little bit more green. So although they had the same height, the microgreens grown with the hero fertilizer were, were a or better quality than the ones just grown in the plain uh, whole microgreens potty mix. The basil microgreens grown on coconut core without any fertilizer were just trash. They were yellow, they were small, they were very, very small. And if you look at the pictures, you'll see they're just, they're pretty much worthless. However, the microgreens grown in coconut core with the hero fertilizer were pretty good. They were about three quarters of the size of the ones grown in whole microgreens potty mix. Again, this might be just a fact that they are ox- the roots are oxygen starved compared to a, a potty mix that has a little bit more, a little bit looser texture and it has, allows more oxygen to get down to the plant roots. But still, they were behind, way behind when you consider it's been 30 days, the microgreens grown in the whole microgreens potty mix. I let the test run. Well, I actually let the test run to 48 days, but I took more pictures on day 40. And of course, Caden had to get into the picture. He's very curious about everything I do. So I set up the four trays. And again, the uh, basil microgreens grown in pure coconut core with no fertilizer are just trash. They're horrible. The microgreens grown in pure core with the hero fertilizer were way better than the ones without fertilizer, but way behind the ones grown in the whole microgreens potty mix. The basil microgreens grown in whole microgreen potty mix with tap water were pretty tall, but the leaves were much smaller and the canopy wasn't quite as wide as the microgreens grown in whole microgreens potty mix with the hero fertilizer. The fertilizer did a really good job on these long growing microgreens. And I expect that if they did well with basil, they'll do well with cilantros or any microgreens that probably grow 18 days or more. And on day 48, the microgreens grown in the whole microgreens potty mix with the hero fertilizer were very wide, very big leaf, very green. The whole microgreens potty mix with tap water were very green. The leaves were medium sized compared to the ones in the coconut core, not quite as big as the ones in hero. And the microgreens grown in the coconut core with the hero were about the same height as the ones grown in whole microgreens potty mix without the hero. But they weren't quite as green either, and the leaves were a little bit smaller. Again, I think this is more of an oxygen problem to the roots than it is a fertilizer problem. I think that pure coconut core is just too tight. It doesn't allow enough oxygen into the roots to grow microgreens very well. I mean, because really, whole microgreens potty mix is just coconut core with a little bit of peat moss, some natural fertilizers like earthworm castings and composted poultry litter and, and things like that. But it's it's looser than pure coconut core. That stuff can really pack in, especially when you go a month of just letting the water soak into it and then drain out of it. It really tightens the mixture down and doesn't allow enough oxygen into the roots. The roots really have to fight to find space and to find nutrients. So the results of the test show that short-term growing microgreens, such as broccoli, kurabi, probably cabbage, probably any of the mustards, don't really need fertilizer. They just need a looser potty mix to grow well. Now, the whole microgreens potty mix has grown microgreens better than all the other ones I've tested, and I'm going to continue testing new soil mixes. The goal is to find good potty mixes to give you options. I'm just doing these tests for comparisons so you can make an educated decision on what you want to grow microgreens in. 
But as much as you don't need fertilizer for short-term microgreens, you do need fertilizer for the long-term microgreens. Those seeds only have so much energy in them, and after about 14 days, they really start to slow down their growth. So you do need to start adding fertilizer at that point. So far, I found the Ocean Solution does a good job. Don't believe I tested it with basil. I think I tested it with uh, terra fiber grow mats and bamboo grow mats. I'm not sure I've done a long-term Ocean Solution study. I might have to do that. But this Hero Organic Plant Food did a great job on this basil. If you take a look at those pictures, again, if you go to homemicrogreens.com forward slash 4-1, that'll take you to the show notes. And from the show notes, you can go right directly to the article to take a look at all the pictures and mainly the video. The video is what you really want to watch. Articles just show short little snapshots while the video shows a much better picture of the whole process. So I completely recommend that Hero, the Organic Hero uh, plant food. Again, it's produced locally. At least that's what the bottle says. It's produced in Buffalo, New York. I live in Syracuse, so it's not that far away. It's made out of recycled food products, which is also a very cool idea. I like that. That probably is a lot more sustainable than sending huge ships out into the ocean and pumping seawater into the hold and bringing them back and desalting them to make ocean solution. This is a uh, we're using a waste product here to grow our microgreens. So the pros to the Hero Organic Plant Food is that it's very sustainable. If anything sustainable, this is. It's, again, reused food products, composted food products. And according to my results, it grows long-term microgreens very well. If there are any cons to it, it's the fact that you can't mix up more than what you need to use at that one time. You can't store the fertilizer once you've added water to it. It's fine in the concentrate form, but once you add water to it, you shouldn't store it. And that even says so on the bottle to only mix up what you're going to use. However, you can use whatever fertilizer you have remaining on your houseplants or you can put it out on your side in your landscape or put it in your garden. It's an all-purpose type of fertilizer. It's recommended for gardens, indoor use, and houseplants. It does recommend that you water near the surface, so don't basically pour water over your garden vegetables and then eat them. You can use it as a foiler application, but you shouldn't harvest the vegetables right away. So with microgreens, bottom watering, bottom watering is perfectly fine. One other thing I found was it had a little bit of an odor, not a bad odor. So don't take it that way. The odor wasn't bad. It was a little bit earthy. Um, the dog was very interested in it, but he didn't bother anything. But again, Caden, as you saw in the video, is very interested in anything I do. So it doesn't matter whether I'm opening up a tote, I'm opening up a package. He's got his nose right there looking to see what I'm doing. So I told him to get away from it. He stayed right away from it. So the odor isn't unpleasant. It's just what I'd call earthy. I also watered some bok choy I had growing in a planter box in the house. And I didn't smell anything after I put the fertilizer on the bok choy. Not at all. So it didn't make any odor in the house whatsoever. Just if you put your nose up to the bottle, you're going to smell a very nice earthy smell. So overall, I give the Hero Organic Plant Food two thumbs up. It works great on long-term microgreens. As far as short-term microgreens or short-growing microgreens like broccoli, kohlrabi, red cabbage, anything under 14 days, I don't think you really need it. You just need a good potty mix that allows oxygen down into the soil. I really appreciate you listening to the podcast. If you stayed in this long, I hope I earned your subscription. Click that subscribe button. It really helps out the podcast a lot. Give it a thumbs up. Give me a five-star review. That would be awesome. And again, if you want to go to the show notes, you can go to homemicrogreens.com forward slash 41. There'll be links to the article. 
There'll be links to Hero. Again, I'm not, this is not a uh, sponsored post and it's not even an affiliate. I have no affiliate with this company whatsoever and they don't even know I'm doing this post yet. I probably will let them know um, after this podcast comes out if he's not listening to the podcast right now. But I hope you have a great rest of your week and let's see if we can keep growing microgreens all summer long this year. Thank you for listening to the Microgreens podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a comment. It really helps out the podcast. As always, stop by homemicrogreens.com and say hello. Now before the next show, plant your next tray of micros. Let's keep growing.